Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. NFL jersey number 29. Don't we all have a favorite number 29 in NFL jerseys? Sit there and think about that for a second. And will they come up on your list? We're going to find out in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we're podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron, one day at a time. So with Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff supplying us with their tunes, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com, and welcome to the bonus edition of the Football by Numbers of the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, because we are going through the football jersey numbers of the NFL's greatest players. We started at zeros. We're working our way up to 99s. In today's edition, we cover the jersey number 29, the greatest NFL players that wore that jersey number. And we're going to go through a bunch of great players here today. This is another solo mission. Uh, we have a guest coming back in for our a lot of our 30s, uh, Joe Ziemba, Joe Zagorski, uh, a little bit more of Joe Ziemba, and some uh, other great things. Uh, Jeremy McFarlane is coming up. So we got some great guests to, to uh, come and talk about the 30s. But we're going to finish off the 20s with number 29 on this solo mission. And we're going to start off by telling you the Pro Football Hall of Fame gives us five individuals that are in the, the Canton, Ohio Museum that wore the number 29, according to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And they are Eric Dickerson, Ray Flaherty, Tommy McDonald, Red Badgro, and Ken Houston. Those are our five names. So let's uh, get into those guys just a little bit here. The first one is uh, Ray Flaherty, and Ray Flaherty wore the jersey number for one season. And uh, our friend Larry Schmidt, who is the expert on all things New York professional football, says that uh, Ray wore that jersey number with the New York Yankees during the 1928 season. And we have talked quite a bit about uh, Ray on some other episodes, especially some things that uh, Larry has done in investigating because he was a very famous New York Giant and uh, Larry is very near and dear to that to his heart uh, talking about Ray Flaherty and what a great player he is and you know I'm not going to sit there and talk too much about Ray Flaherty because we've covered him quite a bit but I will tell you even though he wore it for one season with the importance that Larry Schmidt has put on him and what as much as I trust what Larry Schmidt says I think we're going to put Ray Flaherty on that list right now as uh, one of our top 10 number 29s ever to play the game 
Another one that I think is probably a sure bet is Eric Dickerson. Wow, what a runner he was. Uh, Eric Dickerson played 146 games in the NFL. He played from 1983 all the way to 1993. Came out of uh, uh, SMU and just had a great college career too. And you know he, what he did is he had a, a 2,105 yards uh, rushing in his second season in the NFL for the Los Angeles Rams, 1984. Uh, played with the Rams, played with the Indianapolis Colts, had a stint with the Raiders and the Falcons at the end of his career. Before his career, 13,259 yards, uh, just under 3,000 rushes, 4.4 yards per carry, 90 touchdowns in 146 games. That's uh, pretty phenomenal running there. And who can forget those uh, those glasses to, to protect his eyes You know, underneath the helmet? Uh, just had those the band going across there and that big number 29 coming through with the, you know, the big shoulder pads, you know, just like the larger than life and... Boy, he ran like larger in life, too. What a great running back Eric Dickerson was. He uh, six-time Pro Bowler, five times as an All-Pro. All 1980s team uh, he was elected to. 1983 AP Offensive Rookie of the Year and uh, the Player of the Year as a rookie in 1986. I'm sorry, uh, Player of the Year period as in 1986 he was a veteran at that point just a great runner uh number 29 his entire career eric dickerson is definitely going on that list because he's one of the all-time great running backs in history we talked a lot about a lot of great running backs here in the, the late number 20s and we've got a bunch coming up for the 30s too now our next player we want to talk about is ken houston now ken you know great nfl player defensive back Played with the Houston Oilers most of his careers. Came in 1967 to 1972 with the Oilers. And then played 73 through 1980 with the Washington Redskins. Eight years as a Redskins, six years as an Oiler. And, uh, you know, started off in the AFL, finished up in the NFL. 196 games, 49 picks, nine pick sixes, just under 900 yards return yards now he wasn't always a 29 his whole career he was uh 29 for just his years with houston um he was number 27 and we talked about him as a number 27 but you know really had a great career uh split sort of right in half with wearing those different numbers but we're a significant amount of time and ken houston those six seasons he wore it that makes him uh, good enough for my book. He is going to be our third person on the list to be one of the greatest NFL number 29s in history of the league. Now let's talk about our other two uh, Hall of Famers. And Tommy McDonald is one. He wore the number 20. Yeah, Tommy McDonald uh, came into the league in 1957, played through 1968. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles for seven seasons, first seven seasons of the league, was in L.A. Ram for two years, an Atlanta Falcon at the end of his career for one year, uh, and uh, also played with the Browns. I'm sorry, Browns and Dallas at the end of his career. Uh, you know, it was Tommy McDonald, and he was just a, a great uh, sort of wide receiver, flanker, uh, wore a bunch of different numbers. We talked to him a little bit about the number 25s, but wore the number 29 for just uh, two, three seasons. Uh, that was with the Rams and the Cleveland Browns, and he really was uh, sort of 
tailing off his career there, uh, but he did have 67 receptions in 1965, 55 in 1966, uh, with a number 29 on, 1,036 re- uh, receiving yards in that 65 season with the Rams. So he did have a pretty good season there, especially you know 1965 in the NFL. Um, that's, that's not too bad for 1,000 yards receiving. As a matter of fact, that's really good. And uh, I think uh, maybe we'll put him on consideration and we'll come back to him to see if he'll make that because we already have three spots locked up here. And then Red Badgro is another one that uh, is in the Hall of Fame. And Red was a, an end defensive end, you know, two-way player, played from 1927 to 1936, uh, New York Yankees, New York Giants, uh, and Brooklyn he also played with, so all in the New York metropolitan area era, uh, area <laughs> with the professional football. And, you know, not a whole lot of statistics. We did have a little bit of receiving uh, to him. We had, you know, 35 total career receptions, seven touchdowns. Um, wore, you know, 29, he did not wear it his whole career. He actually only worked for his first two seasons as a New York Yankee, and he doesn't have any statistics really much to say for for his uh, career there. So I don't know that he's going to make it, though, but he is a Hall of Famer. We do want to mention him. That makes him substantial in the NFL. Now, let's get into some folks that are not in the Hall of Fame yet. And how about Harold Jackson? You know, Harold Jackson uh, was a great wide receiver, sort of flanker back, that played um, 1968 through 1983 in the league. Uh, came in with the Rams for six seasons. Uh, New England Patriot for four years. Uh, four years with the Philadelphia Eagles. Minnesota Vikings and Seattle each for a cup of coffee at the end of his career. But uh, what a great career. He had 579 receptions, 10,372 receiving yards, 17.9 yards per catch, 76 touchdowns. Uh, that's just a, I mean great job as a as a, a wide receiver in the NFL especially in the era he played with and five times made it to the pro bowl once as an all pro but like we said he uh didn't wear that number 29 jersey his entire career, but 15 seasons of uh, his career, pretty long time. As a matter of fact, that's the longest tenured number 29 on our list. And I think we're going to put Harold Jackson uh, into the, our list of top 10 greatest number 29s to play the game. Uh, another guy we can talk about, Albert Lewis, another great uh, defensive back, six foot two, 196 pounds. You know, came out of the. Um, Came in the league with the Kansas City Chiefs and had a great career with them. 11 seasons Kansas City and then five years with the the Oakland uh, Raiders organization. He's had 1983 to 1998. Uh, just uh, played cornerback there for so long. Uh, free safety his last year with the Raiders. But uh, 225 games, 42 interceptions, 403 yards returned off of those. And he scored a touchdown on one of those picks you know, for a pick six. Uh, not sure he's going to make it, but we are going to put him on the list. We'll come back to him and talk about him. But somebody that is real pretty good, uh, Sam Madison as a, a DB. You know, he had 38 interceptions in 173 games. Miami Dolphins for nine seasons and New York Giants for three. 1997, he came in. 2008 was his last season in the league. Uh, 595 return yards off those 38 interceptions. Two touchdowns. Sam Madison, great ball player. Four times in a Pro Bowl, two as an All-Pro, once as a Super Bowl champion. Um, you know, some great statistics there for Sam. We will come back to him as well, 
And uh, next we'll go to Hanford Dixon, which is another great defensive back at Cleveland Browns. Uh, boy, he had a great career, 1981 to 1989. So the whole uh, decade of the 80s were that number 29 with the Browns. Three Pro Bowls, two times as an All-Pro. Uh, 26 interceptions, 225 return yards off those, no touchdowns in 131 games. Another substantial defensive back that wore the number 29, and we'll put him on our list also to come back to and talk about. And how about Earl Thomas? If you want to talk about defensive backs that could you know, lay some lumber down, uh, boy, what a great defensive back he was. Mostly played uh, free safety, a little bit of strong safety into his career. 2010, he came in with the Seattle Seahawks, played with them for nine years, part of that Legion of Doom, and one final year with the Baltimore Ravens in 2019. But all he did was seven Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks, and all 2010s team uh, for the Hall of Fame team. Uh, Wow, just a great career. 30 interceptions, 455 return yards off those picks, two touchdowns in 140 games. Earl Thomas, real stout safety, and I think he was pretty substantial. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to put Earl on our list. That takes up five of our spots. Uh... Some other names, and this is one I'm not familiar with, but Carl Kosulke, I think I'm saying the name right, he played from 1963 to 1972, all with the Minnesota Vikings, Uh, 19 interceptions as a defensive back, 187 return yards, no touchdowns, 131 games. Not sure those stats are going to get him onto our list, uh, but we uh, wanted to mention him because he was uh, kind of a substantial player here. Uh, Mario Clark is another one. Mario was a defensive back also, came out of Oregon University, played with the Buffalo Bills for eight seasons, 1976 to 1983, and in 1984, he came back in the league with the San Francisco 49ers, and he had 26 interceptions, 438 return yards, no touchdowns in 126 games. Again, uh, great stats, but not sure he's going to make our list. Uh, DeMarco Murray, a great running back, came uh, with the Dallas Cowboys for his first four seasons, played a year with Philadelphia in 2015, 2016-2017 with the Tennessee Titans, 2011-2017, it was his NFL career. Uh, 1,604 rushes, 7,174 yards rushing, 4.5 yard average, 49 touchdowns. DeMarco Murray, uh, pretty substantial. I think injury got him near the end of his career. He could probably put up some better numbers, but uh, pretty good numbers for the short amount of time he played. One of those backs that sort of, what if, you know, what he could have done in the NFL's career. Uh, Don Griffin's another defensive back we want to talk about. He played uh, 1996, I'm sorry, 1986 to 1996, San Francisco 49ers for eight years, two years with the Cleveland Browns, one with the Philadelphia Eagles, 25 interceptions, 51 return yards, no touchdowns, 161 games. Again, uh, good good numbers, but I don't think it's going to get him into our list. Uh, Jason Belzer. Uh, He was a defensive back. He had 14 interceptions, 338 yards, three touchdowns, 173 games. Indianapolis Colts came in in 1992. 2002 is his final year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Nine years with Indy, two years with KC. Uh, Again, good good defensive back, solid defensive back. I'm not sure he's going to get on that list here. Sammy Knight, another great one, uh, defensive back. 
42 interceptions, 664 yards returned, four touchdowns, uh, played defensive back from 1997 with New Orleans Saints to 2002 with that squad, uh, spent two more years with Miami Dolphins 2003-2004, Kansas City 2005-2006, Jacksonville 2007-2008, his final year was with the New York Giants, uh, free safety, strong safety, have 42 interceptions from that safety position. You know, that's called a ball hawk, folks. And uh, I think Sammy might be under some consideration to possibly uh, make our list here. He wore that number 29 for 10 seasons, Sammy Knight. I think we'll come back to him, too. Eric Turner's another great one, a defensive back. Came out of UCLA, 1991 to 1999, so all in the 90s. Uh, five years with the Cleveland Browns, three with the Oakland Raiders, one year with Baltimore, uh, the Ravens, that is. 109 games, 30 interceptions, 469 yards, three touchdowns, another ball-hawking, strong safety, free safety type uh, for Mr. Eric Turner. And... Uh, that's, he's got some stiff competition, but we'll maybe consider him coming back too. And, uh, you know, we have some other great names. Uh, Eric Berry's another name that jumps out at you. Uh, you know, Eric played a defensive back position. Uh, 2010 to 2018, all with the Kansas City Chiefs. He had uh, 14 interceptions, 374 return yards, five touchdowns, though, in 89 games. Kind of a short career. Uh, not sure that he's going to cut the mustard here to get on our list. But uh, you know, a lot of great players that played. And you know, Xavier Rhodes is another one that's a defensive back that jumps out. You know, a cornerback. Um, Minnesota Vikings from 2013 to 2019 played one last year with 20 in 2020. I don't know if he's going to come back this year uh, playing quarterback cornerback with uh, the Indianapolis Colts. But he's had 12 interceptions in his career, 203 return yards, two touchdowns, 120 games. Again, probably doesn't get him the uh, recognition to get on this list. So we have five names to go back and review here to uh, see if we get five more names. And I think I'm going to put uh, Albert Lewis on there as our sixth pick. We talked about Albert. Uh, I think he definitely deserves to be on there. Sam Madison's another one I think will get on our list here. And I think um, Sammy Knight definitely... Uh, with those numbers from free safety, Eric Turner, another one going to get on that list with uh, some great numbers here. And one final player to put on our list. And boy, uh, we got some good good players here to consider. But I think the what direction we're going to go is I think we're going to end up going with the Hall of Famer, Tommy McDonald. Uh, he wore that number for four seasons, and I think we're going to give him the nod here. So that takes us to... Uh, Ray Flaherty, Harold Jackson, Albert Lewis, Eric Dickerson, uh, Sam Madison, Earl Thomas, Tommy McDonald, Sammy Knight, Eric Turner, and Ken Houston. Those are our top 10, number 29s, and we hope you enjoyed this. If we missed anybody or maybe that you think maybe we should have somebody else on that list instead of who we have, please write us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Let us know, and on a future episode, we will make some corrections and uh, take into consideration and advisement anything that you have to tell us. Maybe you'd like to come on and tell us why uh, you think that a certain player ought to be on our number 29's top 10 list. And uh, like I said, Pigskin can dispatch at gmail.com and until tomorrow everybody have a great gridiron day peeking up at the clock the time's running down we're going to go into victory formation take a knee and let this baby run out thanks for joining us we'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast 
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. It was just another ordinary day in the offices of the Pittsburgh Guardian newspaper circa 1924. But for Marla Delft, assistant editor, everything was about to change. For she was about to discover the awesome attractiveness of Row 1 brand retro sports paraphernalia items, thanks to Orville Mulligan, sports writer. And there it is. Wow, Orville, that's really the bee's knees. Isn't it just? A poster-sized replica of the actual 1909 World Series program cover. I can see that. But where did you get it? And where'd you get it framed? I ordered it from the Row 1 website, where over 6,000 items of sports memorabilia from the 1880s to the 1990s are available for reproduction, in multiple sizes and in several different materials, with over a dozen styles of frame to choose from for prints like this. Well, I'm sure Mr. Delft would love to put up more of these in the office. But I'm equally as sure they're beyond this newspaper's budget. (laughs) Not at all, my dear Marla. See for yourself. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Oh my, these are good prices. Oh, and look at this stuff. Oklahoma, Nebraska football. College basketball art. Michael Jordan items. And so it was that Marla Delp discovered the spondiferous magic of row one sports memorabilia arts and prints. You can, too, by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. That's R-O-W number one today for access to the full row one catalog of gallery prints and gifts like t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, telephone cases, coffee mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Act today for a 15% discount off all prints with coupon code SHN15 and 20% off all other items with coupon code SHN20 at Check out and keep your dial locked to the Sports History Network for the exciting chronicles of the 1920 sports world in Orville Mulligan, sports writer. Coming soon. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, 
to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>